Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. But today we are talking about how to not get divorced. And that is, and this is an area that is nice and squirrely, makes you feel a little bit weird because you might have been in this situation. You might know a ton of people that are going through it, being through it, doing it at the moment. And that is the old, the old D word. And that's not dick, that is divorce. So Let's get into today's live. Let's get into today's topic. And hopefully you scroll away after this live, having learned a thing or two. Now, full disclosure that Coach Daniel is not a relationship expert. I'm certainly not someone that has been qualified in the ins and outs of relationships and what to do and what not to do. But I've been with my wife running, I'll call it running because it's just like running a business, running a successful marriage with her for almost 10 years. So it's safe to say that I've learned a thing or two and you might be in the situation where you have been married for a whole lot longer, which I have massive respect for you for that fact. But being married for as long as I have and being together with the missus for I think it's coming up to 14 or even 15 years has taught me a thing or two on how to have a successful relationship. And I don't want this to come from a place of that I've got it all sorted and that I'm this relationship guru. I certainly don't want it to come across like that as well, because like with everyone's relationship, they've got some shit that they need to navigate through. They've got some challenges that they have to deal with. So I'm definitely not coming from a place of that I I've got it all sorted as far as the relationship goes. But having said that, I'd like to think that I have a really good relationship with my wife. I hope, Hopefully she would agree with this. And today on the live, I would like to share with you a few tips that I think that you would find useful. So let's get into it, shall we? Let's get into talking about some stats on divorce and divorces and relationships and Most people wouldn't get shocked if they were to hear with just how many divorces happen on a yearly basis. But I was doing a little bit of research today because this is an area that many of my male clients have had to either go through themselves, are going through, or will maybe go through. So I figure what better way to introduce this podcast today with talking about some numbers. So I did a bit of research into marriages and divorces, and I was shocked with the numbers of what I seen. So in 2019, 113,815 marriages were registered, right? Congratulations. Woo! Lots of weddings, lots of high fives, lots of new relationships and new marriages being started. However, While that was happening in 2019, the number of divorces that happened in 2019 was 49,116 divorces were granted. So that tells us it's basically a one to two ratio 
with marriages almost, give or take, with marriages to divorces. And I know that we we all know, which should be pretty news to you, how common, unfortunately, divorces can be. But to see those numbers in the flesh was actually pretty confronting. And I thought I should do a live on this and share with some of my tips that I have found useful so that I can help to do my part so that hopefully I build a little bit more of an awareness around certain things that I'm going to share with you in a, in a second to try to reduce this number, because I think that number is ridiculously high. I mean, a 50% success rate is, is, not, is not my idea of good, a, a good level, a good number of stats. So they also did a study in 2020 and they surveyed a whole bunch of people asking what are the three things that they think would actually prevent them from getting divorced in the future themselves or slash improve their relationships. And I want to share with you the three things that that kept coming up time and time again with the, with the majority of people answering. And that was better finances. So obviously, that's pretty ex- self-explanatory. Having having better management over money, possibly having more money come in. And number two was having better health. We're going to, we're going to get to that in a second because obviously that's my jam and that's what I want to concentrate on to, with today. And more time for the third. The third thing was more, more time invested into the partner they felt would better improve their relationship and reduce the amount of stress it had on it and as a result in drive this level of divorce down so we've got better finances we've got better health and more time invested into their partner rather than dedicating all their time energy and effort into their work and that is it so i want to share with you some tips that i wrote down that i think that you would find useful and that certainly i've used over the time that i've been with my woman and I've been married for that. I think you might also feel useful. You, you might find useful as well. So this one that I'm about to share with you is something that I bang on very often as a man, as a father, as a leader with my own family, with my own marriage. And that is fall in love with yourself first. Fall in love with yourself first. And every time I talk about this, I feel so strongly about it because I am very aware on how many men are out there right now that aren't in love with themselves and have a terrible relationship with themselves and hate what they see with the man looking back at them in the mirror. And that is incredibly sad to me. And that gives me an incredible burning feeling in my stomach to want to do something about it, to want to do something with my content, to develop more of an awareness on that it doesn't need to be like that. And I always say this in my content that I've been banging on for years and years and years, and that is if you don't love yourself and if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, then how can you expect you to have good relationships with your friends, with your family, with your wife, with your kids, if you don't even have a good relationship with yourself. I mean, this is something that I want you to think about. And in fact, my online coaching program, the entire, my entire online coaching program's business, the Dad Bod Project's mission is 
to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror again. Because as I said, there's so many men that don't love what they see when they look in the mirror. There's so many men that have a really toxic relationship with themselves. There's so many men that pick themselves apart and are filled with shame and guilt of whatever has happened or whatever they felt has not happened in their life. And they aren't happy with where they want to be. So tip number one, and this by far is the most important one in my opinion, is to have start having a better relationship with yourself. Because if you have a terrible relationship with yourself, then how can you expect you to have deep, fulfilling relationships with your friends and with your family? It's just not going to happen because whatever happens in your outer world is a reflection of what's going on in your inner world. And it's just as simple as that. I can't put it in any more simple terms. So tip number one is have a better relationship with yourself. Do things with with self-care and self-pride and go out of your way to look after yourself and, and love the man that you see looking back at you and enjoy what you see and respect yourself and love yourself. And yesterday I shared on the live on how this idea in society, unfortunately, makes people, makes guys especially think that if they, that it's a bad thing that they love themselves. And I shared a story on yesterday's podcast on how I was, when I was growing up in high school, especially that I was made to feel like it was a bad thing that I loved myself. And it was a bad thing that I had a good relationship with myself. And it's, it's just not, it couldn't be further away from the truth because you have to have a good relationship with yourself. And why would you want to have a bad relationship with yourself seeing that you always are with yourself? I mean, you don't want a bad relationship with your girlfriend, your fiance, your wife. So why in the world would you, would you want to have a bad relationship with yourself? But unfortunately, a lot of guys don't see it like this and they have been raised to believe that it's a bad thing that they love themselves. And it's a bad thing that they're proud of the fucking man that they see looking back at them at the mirror. And that's that's tragic and it's crap. And I'm here to jump on and to tell you that it, there's nothing bad about loving what you see and there's nothing proud there's there should be nothing more enjoyable than and than loving what you see in the mirror because when you have a great relationship with yourself then you are able to look and take after take better care of and have deeper relationships with everyone around you it all starts from within it really does and it might sound cliche and a bit airy fairy but it's just the truth and i've been doing this for a really long time to know that there's common traits that come up over and over and over again when it comes to this topic. So tip number one is fall in love with yourself first. Put yourself first. Tip number two, stop sweeping shit under the rug. Stop sweeping shit under the rug. What does that mean? That means not addressing problems that are coming up in your life that you are not happy with and you have just decided instead of addressing it, You'll just let it slide and, of course, just forget about it. But as we all know, there's no such thing as forgetting a problem. It just gets stored and it gets stored and it gets dragged along with you, along your life, along your journey in, in the form of an emo emotional baggage. And it becomes heavier and heavier and heavier to carry. And then one moment, 
bang, it fucking explodes and it ends in divorce. It ends up in, ends up in midlife crises. It ends up in, in you wanting to have an affair. It en- ends up with you just fucking losing the plot as a man because you haven't addressed the problems and the way that, you know, the, the challenges that you're having in your life, you haven't addressed them. And instead you've swept them under the rug and it's become this giant ass white elephant in the room. And of course, over time you have developed an incredible level of resentment and then this is where relationships, marriages fall to shit. So stop sweeping shit under the rug and understand that it's not going anywhere. And if I'm completely honest with you, we have a lot of examples of relationships to this day that are actively doing this sweeping under the rug shit. There's all these, there's all these problems fermenting in all of these relationships all around us. And instead of addressing them, they're getting swept under the rug. They're getting swept under the rug. And guess what? That fucking rug is starting to get bigger and louder and higher. And before you know it, bang, it blows up and there's a massive catastrophe with lots of relationships. So instead of doing that, personally, I've been guilty of doing this in the past. When we first started dating, I was under this idea that if I we if we just stop talking about it, and if we just stop addressing our challenges, Melissa and I, then they're just going to disappear. And of course, that doesn't happen. Of course, they don't go anywhere and they get bigger and more problematic and more resentment gets built up and more of this emotional baggage until one day it, it explodes and it's a, it's a really ugly fucking scenario. So stop sweeping shit under the rug. Have those incredibly difficult conversations right from the start. Speak your mind, even if it means it's going to cause an, an initial fight or an argument. It's better to do to have an uh, to have a, a, a disagreement now than how see how it plays out in five, six, seven years time. And it's just like it's very, very ugly and very, very sad to see and completely avoidable. So it's not about being a troublemaker. It's not about picking a fight but it's about standing up for what you believe in. And if something is happening in your relationship that isn't going to how you like it, then it is your responsibility as a man to make sure that you don't continue sweeping it under the rug because it's not going anywhere. You know it. I know it. We all know it. It's just not going anywhere. So start addressing how you feel. And if you're not happy with something, then bring it up, not in an argumentative way. And again, this is something that I have been working on and a lot more conscious and aware of is to make sure that if, I, if I'm seeing something or feeling something that I don't like, then I try to address it, but not in an argumentative way, not with carrying on and screaming and carrying on like a, a four-year-old at a supermarket, it's throwing a tantrum. It's not about that. Do it in a civilized way where you can have a discussion and know that it's okay to have a disagreement. I mean, relationships aren't always going to be amazing, just like life isn't always going to be amazing. And you're always going to be coming up against potential challenges and just shit in general that does, doesn't go to plan. And a relationship certainly, if you've ever been in one, is like that as well. So it's just an illusion that when you hear these couples say that they don't, they never fight and they never, it's like, yeah, sure. Sure, you never have a disagreement. And if that is true, then you two are psychopathic because that is a completely normal part of a, of a relationship and of life. But it's your responsibility to make sure you nip it in the butt. Is that how you say it? Or the bud or the butt? I don't know. I don't know what that saying is. If it's butt or bud, maybe it's nip it in the bud. 
and address it before it runs away. It gets really, really big. It manifests itself seven, six years later down the track, and it's a fucking catastrophe on the relationships, on the marriage, on the divorce, on the kids and the separation, and avoid all that shit by addressing your shit. That's what the title of this video should have been. Avoid shit by addressing your shit. I like the sound of that. This third one is one that my business partner has brought my, brought to my attention, and that is not disrespecting your time as their partner. What does that mean? Well, quite simply, that means you're a man, you're probably a father, you're a husband, you're a provider, which is cool. But you need to also remember you're a boyfriend, you're a husband, you're a fiance, and it's important that you give time to that role of your life and you give time to the fact that you are a husband, you are a boyfriend, you are a fiance and you need to give time to that part of your life because if you don't, then it's like if you're not watering that part of your garden, then what happens to the plants? Well, they all die because they don't get what they need. So by not disrespecting your time as their partner, you're going to help to forge and create and, and solidify a more solid foundation between you two. And you guys will get a chance to discuss things. You guys will just get a chance to connect because if you're not spending time with your partner, then that means you're not connecting. And if you're not connecting, that's a big fucking problem. And that manifests itself into big problems. So that's also another tip that I would share. And that's something that I get is tricky. Like I really do as a man, as a father, as a provider, and for myself that runs multiple businesses, I get that it's difficult to find that balance and to to have the, 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 the circle spinning of being a business owner, being a provider, being all of that. And at the same time, not a provider and I'm all these things. So I get, I really do, but that doesn't, that it is all of our responsibilities to make sure that we do something about it and we give the time that is needed for each of these areas in our life. Because if we don't water that part of our garden, then we can't cry and complain when the plants start to die in that garden. It's just as simple as that. So I'm not saying and suggesting that it's easy and I too find it challenging at times. I really do. But goody and it's something that I feel obviously very strong with, strongly about and that's take better care of your health. I mean, if you want to have better relationships with other people, yes, I spoke about the importance of having a good relationship with yourself, but that really is based on you having a better level of health. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you have a better level of health, then you're obviously taking better care of yourself. And if you're taking better care of yourself, you're eating well. And if you're eating well, then you're going to have better energy levels and you're not always going to be lethargic and you're going to have a spring in your step when you go to play with the kids, for example. And everything just operates better. It's like if you have a car and you never get it serviced, and you never change the oil and you never change the spark plugs and you never do any maintenance to it, then how, how good do you expect that car to run? I mean, you don't expect it to run well at all. Same thing needs to be applied to with your own health. If you don't dedicate the hours and the time and the effort needed to have a better level of health, then how can you expect your relationships around you, including yourself, to be at a decent level because you're just not taking better good care of yourself. So my last tip that I want to leave with you is take better care of yourself, like have more of an awareness on the importance of having a good quality of health because if you don't, it just makes everything in your life harder and more problematic and 
draining and just you just won't function as well as if you had a good level of health. So take good care of yourself. I mean, do regular exercise, fuel your body with water, a lot of it, fuel your body with good food. I mean, these are all the fundamentals that I go through with all my online coaching clients. And honestly, I get amazing results from my clients, but I I don't do anything extraordinary with them. I really don't. I'd love to sit here and tell you that I do all this amazing shit and and I've got all these revolutionary things that I do with them that gets them these amazing results, but that would be lying to you. And, And literally what I get them to do is I get them to go back to the fundamentals of what we all should be doing, which is the hydration, which is the stress management, which we, which is the sleep, which is the regular exercise. I mean, it's all these things that we have forgotten with our day-to-day lives and our busy lives that we have, all these things that we have forgotten of what needs to be done to create a solid foundation of all of this stuff. Take better care of yourself. If you take better care of yourself, then your world would take better care of you and you'll just feel better and you'll just function at a, at a higher frequency and just your car, going back to the car analogy, will just perform better. It's just as simple as that. So that's it from me for today's podcast. I do need to jump on to another Zoom. So we're going to wrap this up nice and quickly. I really hope that you got value from this. And most importantly, like I always say, don't just be inspired. Don't just get bits of nuggets of information that I shared with you today and do nothing about it. Because if you don't do anything about your new knowledge that you have learned, then you have completely wasted your time. So learn it and apply it ASAP because that separates you from an average functioning person to a successful functioning person. It's just as simple as that. So learn new shit and apply it ASAP. And I'll be curious to hear what your thoughts are on this and where you got value and what you enjoyed hearing the most with today's podcast and today's content. So that's it from me. We'll do it all again tomorrow. What day is it today? It's Transformation Tuesday or hashtag Transformation Tuesday. We'll do it all again tomorrow for hashtag Workout Wednesday. And as always, I appreciate your attention. I appreciate your eyeballs. I appreciate you listening to my content and I hope that you got tremendous value from it. Have the best day of your entire life and have a beautiful night. That's it from Coach Dan from The Dad Bod Project. Thank you so much for tuning into The Dad Bod Pod Podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dadbod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dadbod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.